Welcome back to the Coffee and Bible Time podcast. For those that may be listening for the first time, our podcast is an offshoot from our main platform, YouTube. Our channel is called Coffee and Bible Time, where our goal is to help people delight in God's word. We also have a website and storefront with Bible studies, prayer journals, and more. I'm Mentor Mama, and today we are going to be talking about practical ways to put Christ-centered activities into action so that we can enrich our own Christmas and impact others for his glory. You know, it's easy to get caught up in worldly holiday preparations, isn't it, that impact ourselves only or our immediate families? But what can we do to make sure that Christ is front and center in our preparation, celebration, and outreach of Christmas? Well, today I'm going to be sharing tips and ideas to do just that from my own personal experiences, as well as from an Advent book by Asherita Chuchu called Unwrapping the Names of Jesus. In this book, not only does she prepare our hearts for Christ's coming through weekly Advent devotions, but she also provides service-oriented ideas and suggestions for activities that put our hearts for Christ into action. First, a word from our sponsor. We still have our coupon code available for you guys if you wanted to do online counseling um, with Christian counselors. It's all online. It's via Zoom. You can pick who you want your counselor to be. Very reputable. They all have counseling degrees. So this isn't like some random on the internet. And my mom kind of has a personal testimony to it. Yes. So I actually have done some counseling sessions with Faithful Counseling. And what I really loved about it was that you can actually put in like different qualities that you're looking for in a counselor and specialties, male, female, if they have experience tackling different issues. And so I really loved that idea that I could go through and kind of pick the one I wanted. And then um, during this COVID season, it was really applicable anyway, since I couldn't leave my house for counseling, that I actually could just do it online. And you even have the opportunity to do a Zoom type call with them, or you can just do um, a phone call, whatever works best for you. And so it was just really great to have access to counseling when you, when you need it, you know? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So if you guys want 10% off your first month of doing this, you can go to getfaithful.com slash coffee and Bible time, and you get 10% off your first month. And of course it is cheaper than traditional in-person counseling anyway. So overall, it's just a good deal. We really recommend it, but let's just get on to okay. the podcast. Oh, Well, one other thing, too, is that you have the option of with your counselor that they are Christian counselors. And so if you want, they will actually pray for you, which I thought was so cool. At the end of each of my counseling, she prayed for me and my issues. Oh, wow. Thanks for that. The first week of Advent celebrates hope. And that reminds us of the promise that a Messiah would come bringing peace and love to the world. In John chapter 8, verse 12, it says, again, Jesus spoke to them saying, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. So 
what are some ways that we can give people hope in our time of Christmas celebrations? Well, the first thing that I want to mention is supporting a nonprofit organization such as Girl Pride Africa. And this organization helps teen moms, child brides, orphans, and children with basic necessities of life. And they're actually in desperate need right now of things that we can provide to them through their link, which I will put in the show notes. So that is one way that we can give hope and love to children that don't even have the bare necessities of life. The next thing I want to mention is looking at decorating the Christmas tree with our families. And sometimes we do that just out of tradition. But what about talking about and giving your family a little history behind how the evergreen tree really symbolizes life in the middle of winter, even as Jesus is the resurrection and the life? We can also share about the lights that are twinkling on our trees that remind us that Jesus is the light of the world, and he calls us to be shining lights in the darkness. So another thing that you could also do is consider making ornaments for the tree that showcase the names of Jesus, such as he is the King of Kings. Lord of Lords, Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and Prince of Peace. This would be a great activity that you could do together with children is making ornaments with these names and then remembering them year after year as you put them on the tree. How about baking cookies? So we have these people in our lives that regularly care for our needs, such as, let's say, your hairstylist or a mail carrier, the garbage collector. How about writing a note and telling them how much they help you throughout the year, thanking them, and then sharing the message of hope that we have in Christmas. Another idea is to make Christmas cards for families in the NICU or who have lost a child. You know, their lives right now are turned upside down and often filled with grief and worry. And we can send a word of hope and encouragement and pray that they would feel God's hope in this difficult season. And one more idea in this hope category is to participate in an angel tree program, such as the prison fellowship. And this provides hope and gifts to children of incarcerated parents. So I'll also include that link in the show notes. Well, week two of Advent focuses on the preparation of the coming Messiah and reminds us that the prophets even waited for a Messiah to come and save the people. In fact, in Isaiah 40 verses three through five, it says, a voice cries in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, make straight in the desert, a highway for our God. Every valley shall be lifted up and every mountain and hill be made low. The uneven ground shall become level and the rough places a plain. 
and the glory of the Lord shall be revealed and all flesh shall see it together for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. The second week of Advent celebrates preparation. And what does that look like when we put it into action? So here are a few ideas. Um, The first one is kind of a fun one that I have always like asked my family to do at Christmas, and that's kind of make a impromptu family band. So um, we have a piano and a guitar, but you certainly don't need to be fancy. Um, I'm happy with just shaking a can of macaroni noodles around, but just sing gospel-centered Christmas carols together as we prepare as a family for the coming of our King. The next thing you could do is to invest in a non-breakable nativity set. And the reason I say that is because we have a history in our family where with Ashley, especially, she absolutely loved the nativity set. And I had had a set that was given to me um, by my grandparents from Germany. And it was this you know, breakable set. And I still let her play with it. And so now it's missing a lot of limbs and legs and things. So I would just recommend if you have kids and you just want to let them have a set that they can play with, they can act out the nativity story. And I think that you'll find that little details of the uh, nativity scene and story just come alive when we place ourselves inside that scene, when we recall the scripture verses that go along with the telling of the Christmas story. Another idea we have is to cut out snowflakes on white paper. And then on one side, you can write out family prayer requests or prayers for the world, your community, your church. And then on the other side of the snowflake, you can research and look up Bible verses that speak to each of those requests. And then as Asherita said in her example is hang them around the house. And then as you walk past them, pause to pray. I love that idea. Another idea is to memorize a Christmas verse. And one that I've been looking at recently is from Luke 1, verse 49, which says, For he who is mighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name. That is a verse that Mary spoke, and it really just kind of touched me regarding, For he who is mighty and holy is his name. This God who is magnificent and powerful came for you and for me. So I would suggest memorizing a Christmas verse. The next one is to write a letter to Jesus thanking him for who he is, confessing your sins and asking him to give you a deeper love and understanding of who he is. And that's something that you can also write in a journal, but make it personal and really reach out and use it also as a time of prayer. Well, the third week of Advent celebrates joy. And this reminds us that Jesus's birth brings joy to all who believe in him. Psalm 97 verses 11 and 12 say, light is sown for the righteous and joy for the upright in heart. Rejoice in the Lord, O you righteous, and give thanks to his holy name.
So what does joy look like in action? Well, some examples we have for you are serving as a family together at a food pantry. You know, sometimes the greatest feeling of joy that we can get comes from serving others. The next idea is to go Christmas caroling, whether it's in your neighborhood or a nursing home or a homeless shelter. And you don't have to be extravagant about it. It can be something as simple as choosing just a few gospel-centered songs, such as Joy to the World. The next one is to ask parents and grandparents what Christmas was like for them as kids. Talk about different cultural customs and traditions that were celebrated by your ancestors. And won't it be neat to hear them? You could even record that so that your children and grandchildren will be able to remember what Christmases were like in your family from years past. And the next idea is one that's near and dear to my heart that has brought me so much joy, and that is reading a special Advent book together as a family before unwrapping your gifts each Christmas. You know, I learned about this book many years ago through my mom's group, and I have absolutely treasured the memories that it has created ever since. The Advent book is by Jack and Kathy Stockman, and it was designed to be a family heirloom and the centerpiece of an annual Christmas worship tradition. It is a large, full-color book with incredibly beautiful illustrations that feature 25 unique doors, and each door opens to reveal a picture and a segment of the Christmas story. And the story is told in simple and concise language so that even young children can be included in this Advent tradition. A new door can be opened each day from December 1st through Christmas, just like you would do of an Advent calendar. Or if you're like us, we read the whole thing in one sitting, taking turns, opening one door and reading the passage and then handing it to the next person in our family. We kind of go around the circle um, reading the entire story on Christmas morning. So I think that you'll find after years and years of doing this, you will have a special place in your heart as well. And I will put the link below. Hey, this is Mentor Mama, and I have an incredibly practical tip for all our listeners. With over 130 orders I've already placed on Instacart, I can't tell you enough how much I absolutely love Instacart. If you hate going grocery shopping or always end up coming home with way more items than were on your list, which of course blows your budget, then Instacart is for you. I actually save both time and money using Instacart. I save time shopping because the app keeps track of all my regular purchases, making each subsequent order super fast to enter on my app. I also save time by avoiding checkout lines and driving to and from the store. In addition to saving time, I have saved so much money because I don't get seduced by every new flavor or product on the shelf. My grocery bills have been considerably less. So, if you want to make shopping easy, 
get delivery via Instacart in as fast as one hour and get your first delivery free? Click the link in our description and start today. So the fourth and final week of Advent celebrates love, which reminds us that God demonstrated his love by sending his son Jesus to be born in a manger and die for our sins so that we may live with him forever. In John 3, 16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. This was the greatest love of all. So how can we put love into action in our own homes and communities? Well, just a few quick ones. Invite someone to your home for Christmas, maybe someone that has no family in the area or is an international student and can't go back for the holidays. You could also bake a birthday cake for Jesus and show children at a young age that this was Jesus' birthday of his earthly life and ministry here on earth. So that is a special thing that you can do. Another one is to give care packages to the homeless. This is something our family has done in the past. And we've just taken like a little um, Ziploc type bag and we've put things in it like food bars, hand sanitizer, masks, maybe some other kinds of treats. And this time of year, it would be a, a wonderful thing to also include a message of hope and about Christ. Another idea is to do an unexpected act of service for your neighbor, such as shoveling their driveway or doing some yard work or bringing them flowers. It doesn't have to be anything big, but it's something that shows the love of Christ. Well, you know, this list could go on and on, as you can imagine, and I would love to hear about your ideas of how you put Christmas into action in your home and in your neighborhood and community. If you would just in the comments below, if you're watching this on YouTube, feel free to share. I know we can all learn from each other and get new ideas. And so I just would like to... Um, Thank you for being with us today. If you would like to experience more of this study of Asheritas, it is called an Advent devotional, Unwrapping the Names of Jesus, and you can find the link to her book in the show notes. It's here, and we are so excited. Our new Patreon online community is finally open, and you're invited to join us. Your support is so appreciated and important. In fact, it's what allows us at Coffee and Bible Time to continue on with our ministry. We thank you in advance for your support. I also want to remind you that you can head over to the Coffee and Bible Time website for our prayer journals that will help guide and document your prayer life at coffeeandbibletime.com. Thank you so much for joining us today on our podcast. We love you all. Have a blessed day.